Welcome back to Lazy Boy Coaches. This is our third installment. Um, I'm Scott. I'm Alan. And we have a special guest in with us today. My man Andy is with us. What's up, guys? Um, we're going to continue going through our top 25 preseason college football rankings. Um, we'll give you a quick rundown of, of where we're at so far. Um, I had we're, – we're breaking the top 10 today, so I'm going to give you my – uh, 25 to 10. Uh, I have Iowa, Virginia Tech, Boise State, Minnesota, UCF, Cincinnati, North Carolina, Texas, Iowa State, Michigan, USC, Oklahoma State, Auburn, Wisconsin, Oregon, Texas A&M. I don't have those anymore. Well, somebody wasn't prepared today. No, I was prepared. It's just my, my book's a multi-book, and, well, I got other stuff in there, and I had to get rid of a few pages. <laughs> well, so. I, I guess if you want to hear Alan's list, you'll have to go back and uh, listen to the previous episodes. I, I'll get it for next show. We'll be good next show. <laughs> Andy, what do you think about our list so far? I'm surprised by Iowa and Boise State, you said? Yeah, yeah. Your, is that your top ten? No, no, that's my top twenty-five. Oh, okay. I was at twenty-five. Really no, no, I, I have Iowa at twenty-five and Boise State at twenty-three. Fair. Okay. So Fair. we're we're I just now construed what you were saying. Yeah, no, we're like, that was our list so far. <laughs> we're cracking the we're cracking the top ten right. today. I did have USC at seventeen though. Yeah, I know. Disrespect. I think that's pretty generous. <laughs> no man. Yeah, I would say top fifteen team. We got a lot of talent coming back. They got a lot of, you had a lot of talent year. last year. You had a lot of talent the year before. I honestly think the problem is Ty Allen. Or, uh, Clay Hilton? Clay Hilton, honestly. I think they should have hired T. Martin to be the head coach. Well, personally, I don't think we should have ever gotten rid of Ed Ogeron, but he wanted to be he wanted to be at SC, and the powers that be were ass wipes and didn't like the sound of his voice and didn't think it was a good representation of Southern California. So they didn't hire him. Uh, interesting thing about Ed Orgeron is he was like begging basically for the Nebraska defensive coordinator job when Mike Riley was hired and they basically ignored him. Yeah. It pissed me off. Yeah. Well, because we're looking at a totally different Nebraska team right now. I think if he's the defensive coordinator oh, yeah. instead of Mark Baker, dude, like not only from a, Scheme standpoint, but recruiting standpoint. So, yeah, Ordron at USC would have been probably a lot better, too. Yeah. He's going to kill it at LSU. I don't see them going undefeated or making the playoff, but I see them winning at least nine ten games. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're going to keep things interesting. Um, so, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Um, at number nine, I have Notre Dame. Um, over the last four years, they've gone 33-6. and six. You know, they have a solid, a solid team. You know, the program's going in the right direction. Um, but they have to play Clemson this year. And that's good. That, yeah, that's going to be a big one for them. Um, but, you know, that, that'll be kind of a measuring stick for them, kind of see where they're at. But they, they have Ian Book and all five offensive linemen coming back. So that's going to be huge for them. You know, that offense last year – Put up points. They they did a damn good job. So so bringing back that core is gonna be big. I respect the fact that you can respect them as a USC fan. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that you can show them. That's like one of your guys' biggest. Oh, it is. It, it absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm is. just shocked. 
because I have some friends in the Navy who are huge USC fans. They're talking about, fuck Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. We're talking about Notre Dame around me. I'm like, Jesus. Oh, this yeah. Indiana, bro. Call me. Oh, absolutely. But I'm, I'm trying to be accurate here. You know, yeah. I'm trying to not. I know. That's what I'm saying. I love your, you know, that you're able to be biased. I'm trying, I'm trying to not show my bias here. Um, but anyway, um, they have, like I said, they have their linemen and their quarterback coming back. However, they have to replace their leading running back, their leading wide receiver, and their leading tight end. So that's going to pose problems for them, but they have some talented guys sitting there waiting. It's just going to see if all that talent pans out. Um, Yeah, and they have a a lot of new guys on defense as well, but I think the talent is there, and that's why I, I felt comfortable putting them at number nine. I just I don't see Notre Dame as a top ten team. Um, they got too much to prove before they can be considered. We we've trust we've put Notre Dame in the top ten before, and every time they let us down, you know. So I, I think they're gonna have to t- take a couple more steps before I can consider them an, an actual top ten team, especially with all the talented teams in the top ten. I mean, you have to be really good. Well, to be in the top ten with the with the playoff the way it's going, I think if they want to make the playoff at some point, they're going to have to join a conference so that they can have that conference championship game on their resume. That's the biggest thing to me is them being independent. Still, they need to go on and choose a conference and pick it. If they're smart, they choose the ACC because they already play in that conference in basketball. Yeah. If they're smart, they choose the ACC because it's them and it's Clemson as the powerhouses. And right. Florida State isn't doing much of late. Miami isn't. Used to be North Carolina isn't anything right now. It it's really it would be a two way race, and that's their e- clearest easiest path to uh, eleven and one, twelve and zero season and a birth in the playoff. Right, because every year it comes down to oh yeah they have a great record, but now we have all these conference championship games. Let's see who wins those. So if they get themselves into a conference and they can play and win that conference championship game, that's going to be what's going to push them over the edge into the championship. But if they really wanted to make a statement, they'd join the Big Ten. They would join the Big Ten. Oh, no. I don't know. They would realign the Big Ten, dude, and they would put them with Ohio State and Michigan in one conference, it, and they would bring they Michigan won't. State. The, that would make Wisconsin. no sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course it does. That's their whole recruiting ground is the Big Ten footprint. They right. They play but most from, of the rivals from, Big Ten opponents, Purdue, Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> right, but I mean, they're in Indiana, bro. It's the Big Ten footprint, but they would never do that because they're never going to go eleven and one, right? Twelve and zero in the Big Ten. I'm just saying, if they really wanted to make a statement, that's the conference they go to. Yeah, it's I don't footprint. It's the same thing with ACC, rivals. though. The only way they're going to be able to compete in the ACC is if they get on the other side of Clemson. That's exactly what they would. Do. Otherwise, it'd be you know, it'd be shat. They'll be in the shadows of. That's what I'm no. saying. That's exactly what they would do. The ACC, are you kidding me? To get to get uh, Notre Dame's fan base in on that ACC network, dude, their fan base alone brings millions of buys. So oh, yeah. Their network, and it makes it something like the SEC or Big Ten network, which is the only – actually, the SEC network's failing, just like the Longhorn network is. The Big Ten is a viable network because it's outside of ESPN and Disney's corporation. It's done by Fox, and it's done well. The ACC, like, nobody subscribes to it. I was reading this shit on Yahoo. It's crazy. Like, nobody's subscribing to these other networks because of 
the quality of football here. Right. That's, oh, yeah. that's their clearest path because Clemson is the only thing standing in their way. I mean, other than, I mean, you got Virginia Tech and shit who comes up every now and again. Like I said, most of those powerhouses aren't powerhouses anymore. The ACC is their clearest path. Right, right. And it makes the most sense because they're already playing it in basketball. I'm just saying they really wanted to prove their mettle and their worth. But join the Big Ten. I, and I understand and they, that. They, they're rivals who their main rivals are, and they play the team. Right, I understand that, like but that. it'll never happen. No, it'll never happen. I was just right. saying it. If they yeah. wanted to prove their worth, that's what they would do. Yeah. I think they're staying out right now because no matter where they go, it, it's kind of dangerous. Right now they can't beat Clemson, so that's not going to help them out. And they can't win in, in the Big Ten. They're not going to beat Ohio State. Yeah. Very few teams can't. So right now it's more of a – yeah, I, I get that. But, um, yeah, I got them sitting at number nine. Um, in number nine, I got Oregon. You know, they're, once again, favorites in the Pac-12. Um, they got a great offensive lineman, Outland winner last year, and Sewell. They have an amazing defensive uh, defensive end. I cannot even begin to pronounce it last <laughs> night. But he had nine sacks last year. He's, ba- he's back again this year. I think Oregon, as long as – they don't shoot themselves in the foot like Pac-12 usually does. I think Oregon can push pretty far up into the rankings. It's all about who replaces Justin Herbert. Yeah, and like I said, I, I um, have, they do have they do have a guy that's looking pretty good, uh, Tyler Shaw. Show show, and he, well, and they have the good. Boston College transfer too. Yep. Yeah, Anthony Brown. Um, so, but yeah, I like like we discussed earlier. I have them sitting just outside the top ten. So, right. and Oregon's again, it's like. Every year they come out with this quarterback, and we're like, well, who's going to replace him? And the next year, their next quarterback's even a little bit better. It's just like, well, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. They all system. Yeah. It's the system, dude. They know exactly what they're looking for, and they plug and replace. It's right. just like the Patriots, dude. That's why Bill Belichick is so successful. Yeah. He knows exactly what he wants out of the system, and he can find any kind of player that he can plug and play. Or just in a system. They won't work everywhere else, but they will work in his system. Right. That's exactly what Scott Frost is trying to do at Nebraska. He's looking for players to fit his system. And as soon as he has the right pieces, it's going to be something like Oregon, dude. Just like it was at UCF. He just needs to find those pieces. Right. What do you got sitting in number eight, Alan? At number eight, I got Florida. There for the past couple of years, you know, they've gone 10 and 3, 11 and 2 in the in two, last two seasons. Their quarterback's coming off. You know, last year he stepped in to replace the injury, had almost 3,000 yards passing, 25 touchdowns to seven interceptions. See, and I, I got Florida sitting a little bit higher. So I mean, the reason they don't go higher is because their Achilles heel is always Georgia. You know, they have to get past Georgia before they can even start thinking about making a run. And the past few years, Georgia's had their number. Um, I have LSU down at eight. I mean, the amount of talent that they lost on both sides of the ball. I mean, I, I still think they'll hit double-digit wins, but I I, I don't think they're the, anywhere near the caliber they were last year. The thing is, is with teams like this, though, is they always have great recruiting classes coming in behind them. Well, they, they have a junior by the name of, of Miles Brennan coming in at quarterback. They, but this is going to be his first start against the SEC. I mean, so it's they brought back Jamar Chase, who was the leading receiver, had what, eighty-four catches and almost eighteen hundred yards last year. So that's going to help the the, the new quarterback, but I still don't think 
that they're going to be anywhere near where they were. Um, especially they only have one offensive lineman coming back. So to try to gel that offensive line with a new quarterback, you know, um, you know, new running back, they lost all kinds of pieces. Lost their leader on defense. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of defense, they got Bo Pelini coming in again to run their defense. Smart, actually. And he wants to move it towards more of a 4-3. So, you know, you're bringing in all these new pieces, changing your defensive scheme. And we keep going back to this because it is the, the running theme throughout this entire list. No spring practice, no spring games. So, you know, these guys haven't had time to, you know, learn everything the way they need to go through all the reps that they need and, and gel with all this stuff. So... That being said, I have LSU at eight. And, I mean, I rolled the dice a little bit more on LSU. We'll talk about them next week for me. I do have them in top four. Oh, wow. But I just – I don't see them dropping back that far. You know, I mean, I I still honestly think they're going to have players to come in, step in. And in the SEC, they got to get by a few close games to erase any loss they had. And that's what's that's what's horrible about this stuff is, you know, like even Alabama, they're still making playoffs with two losses. So I I don't think a loss to them will hurt them nearly as bad as some of the other teams. Yeah, I just I just think the talent loss is too great. But I mean it's huge. You putting them at eight is generous. I would say top fifteen team for sure. But I mean, you even said you thought they were gonna double digit. I mean, that's my guarantee. Yeah. Especially in the SEC. If Florida, like you said, is any any better than they were last year, if South Carolina is, according to their recruiting class, I mean, they got some of the best players in the country to come to them. I don't understand how, but they did. You know, Auburn's as good as good as they were last year. You're, you're, you're talking about a lot of teams they got to go through just yeah, but to get double-digit wins. I mean, could, in their own could, division. Could LSU, could, could they beat Auburn? Last year? I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet money on it this year. Oh, I think they'll beat them this year. Really? Yeah. Know? Because these other teams Whoa. lost too. Like Alabama, they lost their whole team. Yet no one's dropping them. Nick Saban's the devil. So. <laughs> well, he made a deal with the devil. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Like, it matter. <laughs> <laughs> does it ever matter for them, dude? No. Like, seriously, does it? Their time will come, but right now I'm it's sure not it their will, time. I'm sure it will, but as long as Nick Saban's there, that time is not coming. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's just not. When he's ready to hang it up, then I'll, you know what I mean? Yeah. I said the same thing about uh, Oklahoma when Bob Stoops just automatically retired out of nowhere. I was like, oh, shit. Lincoln Riley, dude. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he could put together some quarterbacks. Apparently. Um, staying in the SEC, I have Georgia at seven. Yeah. I, I think I think that's a solid place for him. Um, last year, they were a top five defense. And almost all of them are coming back. Um, they, they do have a new offensive coordinator who's putting in a new scheme, but I think they'll be okay. Um, they have, they, they lost Jake Fromm, who, you know, all he did was win while he was there. Like he wasn't, he wasn't flashy. He wasn't, you know, the, like the sexy pick, but all he did was win, you know? Yeah. He struggled in the big game, but, um, but. They're bringing in a, a kid from Wake Forest by the name of Jamie Newman. Who he, He's a good quarterback. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he's for real. I mean, 
but he's going to now he's going against SEC defenses, and that's a whole different monster. Hmm. Yeah, so, you know, and I I got Georgia later on in my list. We'll talk about him tonight, but with their defense, I like they're always up there just because their defense is amazing year in year out, no matter what. And you know, once again with their players, they lost Swift, but. First they lost Gurley, and you know who was going to replace him, and then you know, like, well, yeah, but yeah. It's like they always have a running back, just like Wisconsin. You know, just oh yeah, and, and that's cruising back. Absolutely, we talked about that when when we had Wisconsin on our list. You know, they went from from Monty Ball to Melvin Gordon to Jonathan Taylor. To, you know, they just not even their start like Eagle Bombay, that dude who ran all over Nebraska when Melvin Gordon got his break for 200 yards against him. They have beasts behind him who have made the NFL. Like those dudes right. are back us right now. Like James White. Yeah, I mean. was behind uh, um, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. He plays for the Patriots now. He's one of the Marines, dude. He was a backup. Yeah. At my number seven, I got Penn State. You know, best linebacker in the country. Quarterback's back. He was looking really good last year. Um, they have dangerous a group of running backs. I can't remember the freshman. He was a freshman last year, but man, he's he's just got it all. He's got a quick first step. Yeah, they're they're deep he's at got running speed. back. Speed. I mean, so the only thing I see going after Penn State is their schedule. See, and I I have Penn State sitting at six. So you know we're 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 right about in the same yeah. ballpark. So we're go. I'll go ahead and throw in my my, my points that I have on them. Um, like you said, they're deep at running back, and that's going to be big. Four of their offensive line starters are back. So that'll help carry that run game. But none of their returning wide receivers had more than 10 catches last year. Yeah, but they do have a stud tight end. Losing KJ Hammer is going to hurt Yeah. Like he was a beast. But, Fast. yeah, like really, I said, this really this tight end, Pat Bermuth, Fiermer, something like that, he, he is good. And I will agree with you on the best linebacker in the nation, in, uh, Michael Parsons. Yeah. Dude's a Beast! I was praying he would come into Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Like I prayed, night and, and he's always there. Like yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's as advertised, dude. Yeah. He could have played tight end too. Yeah. He still could play tight end. He had, the, right the last three years, they've had one of the top defenses in the Big Ten. Yeah, and like, well, he pulled off fourteen tackles he's in the bowl a, game. He's a monster. Yeah, <laughs> right. So yeah, you have him at seven. I have him at six. So I, I think we're pretty much on the same wavelength there. Right. So I just. Um, I put Oklahoma at six above Penn State because they're in the Big 12. They're the best team in the Big 12. There's no defense in the Big 12. So they 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 get this high ranking every year, and they have nobody to knock them out of it. So I'm interesting to see what Iowa State will do this year. Iowa see, State is coming, and they're coming. And that's, what, Camden, that's why I put them in my top 25. Yeah. So top I 25. I think I had it a little bit uh, higher than you. I think I had him in like in the top 20. Yeah, I believe so. But Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, that's I was fine. Just saying, you were like, I, I just, Iowa State, dude, they play a good brand of defense, too. Seriously, Matt Campbell was one hell of a coach. And, you know, Iowa State played a great game against Oklahoma last year. But is Oklahoma going to be like that? I mean, they've kind of figured out the quarterback. They've seen him participate, they've seen him play now. So, I don't think the quarterback's going to be as big of a surprise. But, yeah, it's just – I mean, Oklahoma making the playoffs all depends on their defense. See, and I, I have Oklahoma in, higher up. We'll talk about them next week. 
oh wow yeah with with no with a big 12 defense yeah i okay. i just lincoln right have to play playoff team until the playoff right yeah. lincoln riley special you know I, yeah exactly whoever's gonna put that quarterback team but they do get that benefit of you know they don't really play anybody real difficult i mean they do you know you got in texas and oklahoma state and Stuff like that. Who will give them a challenge, no matter how bad Obama Texas is? Some shit right now. Who knows yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gundy's in some shit. Uh, I give him another year, maybe. Barrett's too at Iowa, dude. Who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. His son might have to be fired because all this shit. His son goes. I can't imagine he can stay. Right, but Oklahoma State's always been a rival with Oklahoma. Like they can be on all second string, Bedlam, and it's gonna be their best game they ever play. Right, is against Oklahoma. But I don't think there's really, you know, four Big 12 championships in a row. They're not really being impressed. It'd be dope if Les Miles just turned Kansas into this badass team. <laughs> I don't see it happening. I was like, going to say, Les Miles, man, you never know. The problem is, though, is Kansas, they've been garbage for so long. They and were good in 2007, dude. There's so many teams around. <laughs> in 2007, they were really good. Remember them? Tom yeah. Casey, oh, yeah. 73 on Nebraska, man, crack. <laughs> it's like the only thing in the world that can make me cry. <laughs> Fucking Nebraska and stomped. <laughs> yeah, but so you cry every year. It's been yeah, it's been a rough twenty. You, I was gonna say you've been crying since ninety three. Like I said, I really don't. <laughs> most, the most I've ever drank outside of a Husker season is when I'm in this house. The only time I usually drink is when Nebraska's lost. I don't want to be talked to. I don't want to see anybody. And I'm just gonna fuck alone. I listened to Big Red Overreaction by myself in a dark room, and I yell at the rednecks who are calling in and don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and then I yell at the people who are defending what's happening. Andy sits there with a box of tissues. I don't know what you're talking about. I am going to say this to every Husker hater out there. We do have the best football, college football team of all time, and probably the third best. No, 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 that's, that's, that's. Dude, uh, I would put your USC Trojans, Reggie mm-hmm. Bush, Matt Liner, second to Nebraska's 95 team. No, you no, get no. those two teams on the field, and they're going to fuck Matt Liner. I, I, no, no. I will put your Nebraska team at number three. You mm-hmm. are true. How? Number, we number get to this three. List. We were beating Wyoming's ass so bad, Tom Osborne literally wrote on a piece of paper the two plays we were going to run in the second half, and they still allowed us to score 35. Hold on. Just, just one, ridiculous. one stat right here. 95 Nebraska defense allowed 14 points a game, an average of 14 points a game. Okay. They average. There's no they average way. Your Nebraska team is at number they three. They were the fastest. Dude, Tommy Frazier alone, dude. That's all you have to say. He mauled seven dudes on the way to a 63-yard touchdown. Your run, team is at number three it's all time. It's, a, it's your opinion. Hold, it's hold on, hold on. Just, just, for, just so I can laugh hard. Who do you got, <laughs> who do you got number one? Miami. Which one, the Ken Dorsey and Edron James Miami team? Oh, two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With Edron James, Ken Dorsey, yeah, they uh-huh. beat the shit out of us in the room. Yeah, the O2 Miami I, team I have at number I, one. I think, yeah, Ed Reed. They had a good draft class, too. I just, if you put them up against the 95 Huskers, they're getting fucked up, too. No. It's just that yeah, that's your fan wrong. bias. That's your it's fan. Not, I swear to Christ, dude, no. look at all the things that have been about all this stuff. Yahoo voted them the greatest team of all time. Fox ESPN. Sports voted them the greatest team. ESPN. Voted them the greatest team of all time. Dude, Kirk Herbstreet said they were the greatest team of all time. Not only that, Nick Saban himself 
They were their first game, his first game as Michigan State's head coach. Beat the shit out of him. He said it's the best team he's ever seen. On and I'm not even bringing up the 71 That's Huskers. From the devil himself. Oh, two Miami's number one, followed by <laughs> my USC. Okay, we have. I, a- I will. I will honestly say that USC team, dude, is a like. If there's another team who could touch the '95 Huskers, it's that team. Reggie Bush, Matt Liner, Lindell White. Yeah, it was insane. They were insanely good. That defense was impeccable. I remember it because they embarrassed Nebraska there <laughs> on a fucking Saturday night for national TV to watch. We got a fake punt. I don't know if you guys remember. We, we converted a fake punt on our first drive for 14 yards. And I was like, this is it. This is it. Bill Callahan's got it together. The remaining 45 minutes of that game were a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I can still see it in my brain if I close my eyes. <laughs> it's tragic. We've never had a good – we've never done good against USC, but they never played the 95 Huskers. Got his fucking eyes it's bullshit. Yeah, we talked about that last week about – you know, the disassociation ending and him being allowed back to USC and one of the greats. Right. And I feel that they should give his Heisman back. It was never officially stripped from him. He gave it back out of respect. I know, but still, man, just the fact that they even, he had to feel like he had to do that. He earned that shit. Oh, yeah. Regardless of what happened outside of what he earned it. Best player in the country by far. He earned it. Well, before I get back on to this 95 Husker thing, we're going to go on to who do you got at number five? Uh, at five, I have Florida. Um, they have Kyle Trash coming back, who had a fantastic season after stepping in uh, for the injured quarterback. Uh, I can't think of his uh, I can't remember his name right now either. Uh, Felipe Franks. Yes. There you go. Yeah, when, when Felipe Franks got injured, Kyle Tracks stepped in, did a fantastic job. Better. Right. Um, they're, they have a lot of the offensive weapons coming back. They're, they got Kyle Pitts at tight end. They got a ton of receivers coming back. They got uh, Grimes, Tony, Copeland, all guys who are studs, all coming back. Um, right. Um, where they need to get better is in the run game. Last year – they only they were only putting up about three eight a rush, so they really need to 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 work on getting that push up front. You know that that's the SEC. Yeah, it's got to be better. I mean, because what you really want if you're if you're a coach, you want at least four on a run. You know what I mean? Is that two runs, four yards, it's eight yards? You only got two yards. You know, that's what you want. Third and short, third and manageable. Right. So, but in the SEC, no, nah, you want four and a half yards carry. Five yards, yeah, so so they really they need to boost that up a little bit. Um, they do have a strong strong defense coming back. Like, yeah, they lost one or two pieces, but the majority of them are back, and they did they did a damn good job last year. So um, I have them sitting at five ahead of Georgia in the SEC, but not by much. See, I because I think it, I think it comes down to schedule. Because you think Georgia's going to be worn out by the time they play? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no I'm not talking talking head-to-head schedule. I'm talking overall schedule. I think Florida has a more favorable schedule, so that's why I put them at five ahead of Georgia, which I had at seven. Okay, with a chance to finish with a better record. Right. Okay. See, and I don't think they can beat Georgia, and that's the one thing that like. They can have the best season of their life. If they cannot beat Georgia, they they go nowhere. 
well, let's see how Georgia's quarterback plays. So that's why well, got their quarterback. That's why I got Georgia at five. Mm-hmm. You know, with the defense Georgia has, the quarterback's going to be able to make some mistakes early on in the season. They'll be able to save him for that. So he gets to go out really with no worries. You know, they don't play, you know, I don't think they have a real tough game until the fourth week. I think that's when they start seeing competition. Yeah. Um, so with that defense, that, that defense really gives them the, the ability to make mistakes and not have to stress it, but learn from it. You know, it's a lot different when an interception can ch- cost you the game compared to interceptions, just, you know, three more downs, they're going to be punting it. Right. And I, I understand that. Um, I just think, you know, like I said, it, it, it's not by much that I have them ahead of Georgia. I just think it comes down to scheduling. See, and that's why at number five I had to put Georgia because they are better than I think. I think they're better than Florida. Well, so. I, I, I mean, yeah. I can't really argue. It's it's a couple spots, but I mean, it's just it's like you said, you know. Florida's been hurting in the run game. That's not what you want when you come up against Georgia. Right. Because <laughs> you let those, you let that defense set up to where they're bringing in safeties and linebackers for that rushing, your quarterback's toast. And they've always got that big old safety that loves to hit. So, uh, that, that People who love to hit is kind of a staple of the SEC defenses. <laughs> what Scott said with the wide right receivers coming back and Florida's quarterback already in place, they can go over the top of so many places. Right, right. I wouldn't want to put all my guys in the box against that quarterback. No. But, I mean, Georgia's defense, again, you're talking one of the best defenses in the country. So they can do things, and that alone scares a quarterback. Right. Well, and like I said, when when we discussed Georgia, you know, they had a top-five defense, and almost all of them are coming back. So that's going to be huge for them. But it it really – their offense. I mean, what are we going to get? Do they have that running back that can step in and fill for Swift? Swift was a special guy, especially with his catching ability out of the backfield. I mean, you had to worry. He's big too. You did not want to see a linebacker have to try to cover him. Um, but that's that's our list for today. Um, next week we will go into our top four. Kind of like the college playoffs, top, top four teams. Right, right. Um, so I want to talk about NFL quarterbacks. Um, do you think that Cam Newton will be signed before Colin Kaepernick? I don't think so. I think if Kaepernick is to be signed, he will be signed before Cam Newton. Just because Cam Newton's going to come in to fill in for an injured quarterback. But do you think a team is going to just sign Kaepernick for the publicity or because they actually think he's a good quarterback. I honestly don't think any team would sign him for his talent. Whoa. I think that's far-fetched right there because when he was looking to get out of San Francisco, John Ellen was more than willing to trade for him. He oh, yeah. wanted Kaepernick to take a pay cut. And Kaepernick wouldn't take the pay cut, and that's why the Broncos never tried to get him again because John Ellen came out and said when everybody was like, why won't these teams sign Colin Kaepernick? And the Broncos did not have a good quarterback. They were running with Trevor Simeon and all these shit quarterbacks, John Elway said, the reason I have not offered Kaepernick a chance to play with us is because when he wanted out of San Francisco, I offered him a layout. I was going to trade a fifth and a fourth rounder for him. All I needed him to do was take a million something dollar pay cut, and he didn't want to do it. But if you're, if, if he's a so good quarterback... He's, dude, he led him to the Super Bowl, and it was him. 
He and, led that team. And he had a him. losing record as a starting quarterback. When he lost all his pieces. But the big question is going to be health for both Cam and Kaepernick. Because, you know, Cam was dealing with the shoulder and the foot. And well, here's the difference between the two. Cam Newton has been playing in the NFL for the past five years, and he's been doing what he's doing. He runs the ball still. He runs his shoulder against linebackers. He's been getting hit with that shitty offensive line. Right. You know what I mean? So, but and Kaepernick has not been getting hit. His body has been resting. He, his injuries are more than healed up. You know what I mean? And he's been training for this opportunity for three years. But you can tell he's ready. He's fit. I, I watched the workout video. That motherfucker's ready to go. He was good at Nevada, dude. He was the only reason Nevada won nine games. He was good. When he was coming out of college, I wanted the Broncos to draft him because I knew he was going to be there in the second or third round. And he is a quality second or third round draft pick. And he was a quality quarterback. He's not fucking Tom Brady. Nobody is. He was a good quarterback. He won San Francisco a lot of games. And he's a lot better than a lot of the starting quarterbacks who have been playing in the NFL. But Those are facts. He's also lost San Francisco a lot of games. With a lot of people around him hurt. I mean, Patrick Willis got hurt. That whole team imploded. They lost Jim Harborough. I mean, it's documented, dude. Fred Gore became hurt. He wasn't what yeah. he used to be. He lost all his work. Colin Kaepernick hasn't had a winning season since uh, Harbaugh left. Yeah, so, like I said, the whole program went to shit. But is is there is he going to fit another system? He, yeah, he fit any system. He ran a spread in college. He ran more pro form until they converted him for the Super Bowl run. They went more to a to a shotgun style. But he ran a pro form offense his first couple of years in San Francisco because that's what Jim Harbaugh does. Yeah. He does it at Michigan. I just I I don't think I think he would make a solid backup quarterback. I agree with that too. But not not a starting quarterback anywhere and. On any team. You don't think he's better than Tyrod Taylor? I tell you right now, he fucking is. He's proven it on the field. My point with Tyrod Taylor is he doesn't come with the baggage that Kaepernick's going to bring. What baggage did he come with, dude? Kaepernick's going to come with the baggage of the kneeling for the flag. I totally support it. I see nothing wrong with it. But we got a lot of angry rednecks in this country that are just waiting to bring out their AR-15s and storm <laughs> the streets again because... Kaepernick is back in the NFL. But with the with the current climate of the NFL where they've said, you want to kneel, kneel. There's been so many players who have said, we're kneeling. So it's what it was four years ago is not what it is today. It's not going to be that big of an issue. And the people who have a problem with it, they've been already told they can take their fucking eyes and go elsewhere. Right. I just think with – what the white man in America has had to suffer so far with, you know, the Confederate flags no longer allowed in NASCAR. I, I don't think we need to put another ma another black man beating their redneck asses again for for the for the right of what they did. I, I think it's too much. I think it's too much. Well, I mean, the Confederate flag is a flag of treason. Right. Well, I, I think it's a, a flag of an enemy country that declared war on us. We kicked their ass like. They want to bitch sure. about. That's why I, you posted something on Facebook about the heritage or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like the Confederacy lasted all of five years. Fuck your heritage, right? Because right? that's not heritage. Nirvana lasted longer people than people who had the Western part of America and then was fucking forced out of here. We had heritage here, which is why California is not California. It's California, New Mexico, Arizona. Speaking of, that's because they're all Cuban. Speaking. <laughs> 
speaking of the Confederate flag, did you see what the NCAA just did? No. They, oh, Mississippi. They said that. Oh, I did. Yes. They did said that, that no championship games will be held in states where the Confederate flag holds prominence. I did see that. And that brought, and the only state wow. is Mississippi. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're yeah. not worried. They're like, we ain't going. Oh, yeah. Because Southern Miss is set to hold uh, Conference USA's conference championships. Not no more. I know. You better get that shit fixed quick. Yeah. But no, I, I, and I think it's time the, the Confederate flag needs to go. I mean, if not, then we need to start building statues of Osama bin Laden and Saddam Hussein <laughs> because, you know, they were way worse than Robert, you know, Lee was. So, not really. But you want to talk about Patricia? A participation trophy. Here, we're gonna give you a statue for losing a war. I mean, well, dude, I mean, as like I said, I've really never been from Nebraska. I didn't experience a lot of racism because everybody's nice to me, especially here. You know what I mean? I, I everybody was nice to everyone. I never really experienced it until I left this tiny little fucking place and went to a smaller place where white people were like, "This tall ass Mexican right here, what's he doing?" Had a gun pulled on me, dude. And it happened in Omaha. I gun pulled on me for being Mexican at night. That shit happened. It was cool. real. I had sandals on and milk in a bag. <laughs> so back to sports. <laughs> saying, dude, it's real for like, like when when you hear shit like, well, the controversy for kneeling and Confederate flags and shit. Like, like I have a problem with people in Nebraska who have Confederate flags. Like, we're not in the South. Are yeah. you Southern? Not as far as I fucking know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm sorry to go out. I'm just saying, like, when you hear shit like, well, the Fuck all that, dude. White people have had it good in this country for over 400 fucking years. Oh, I, and the brown and black men have been depressed, and we're just sick of it. And oh, I'm, I'm and not I know that. Hear any bullshit about like, oh, well, you're taking my heritage. Fuck that. Your your thing on Facebook said it perfectly. Five years Confederacy was only five years long. That's not heritage. That's some fucked up bullshit. Yeah, no. My whole point was, you know, I mean, we gonna put Kaepernick back in the NFL after they lost their Confederate flag in the NASCAR. I mean. That's a lot to take in. Next thing you know, you're gonna you're gonna be tell, you're telling them they can't you know own a, a mobile home. I mean, what the what's gonna happen then? Yeah, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but anyways, um, back to what I said because I I really want to like I don't think Kaepernick's a good quarterback, and I don't think he would fit in the NFL anymore. You don't think that he's a better quarterback than some of the guys that are on a roster right now? Talent wise, he might match some of them, but He's no. Better. Better than a lot of the back. What was that the guy that, that was in Buffalo threw five interceptions in the Nathan first half? Peterman. Nathan Peterman. Pittsburgh. Yeah. He was good you don't Pittsburgh. think he's better than Nathan Peterman, who five still has a job in the NFL? Quarter, my, my whole thing is is Nathan Peterman had more completions last year than Kaepernick. Because he wasn't in the league. Exactly. But you can you sit there and honestly say that Nathan Peterman is a better quarterback than Colin Kaepernick? The second you can name me a quarterback that has been out of the league for three years and can still come back and play. Jeff Garcia. Kurt Warner. They did it. Kurt When, when was Kurt, Kurt Warner, Warner out? He was of- playing in an arena league while he was bagging groceries in Iowa. Yes, but that that's not – He but- was out of college – football for men and he played division when he was bagging groceries he wasn't playing arena ball he was just bagging lost his job yeah he was just bagging groceries at the same time came out of bagging groceries once he came into the nfl once he came into the nfl he never left but he wasn't throwing passes for years dude and he was able to come right back in and do it colin kaepernick's been professionally trained for years i i just footwork arm strength 
and and Garcia he, Garcia was he was a, a good quarterback, but Doug Flutie. There's another. He played in the Canadian Football League, which is a totally different game. Canadian football players have signed in the NFL and have not made it because it's totally fucking different. Right. And, and Doug Flutie came and beasted for Buffalo. I mean, it's happened, bro. It happens. I don't think it would happen with Kaepernick. I I, I would million percent disagree. What what has he shown that he has? He led his team to a Super Bowl, and it was because of him. But was not able to do so the year after he lost his coach. He lost him more than just his coach, bro. He didn't lose his coach that year either, but he lost Fred Gore. He lost wide receivers. He lost Patrick Willis. He lost, uh, what was it, Navarro Bowman got hurt. He lost a lot, dude. A lot. I, d- I just think that there's a spot for him in the league. I Most think. Definitely. Absolutely. Yes, but it's a backup, and you got it. Like, would he take? Will he take a pay he cut, though? He already said he would. He also said he would work out for the, you know, and then decided yeah, he didn't that. He wanted it to be a publicity stunt, which I totally fucking agree with. He, that, he wanted it to be a publicity stunt. He didn't have enough cameras coming. any cameras to come to his private workout. He he was pissed because of all the cameras. This was supposed to be a private thing where a lot of the teams were supposed to just send their fucking uh, assistant coaches. No head coaches were supposed to go. Offensive coordinators. And it turned into a fucking circus. And he said it himself. I'm not going to let the NFL use me to try and get their good graces. It's just not going to happen. And if I remember correctly, he declined to do the workout because, well, one, the NFL Network wasn't going to air his workout. Um, ESPN was not going to air his That's workout. Not true. They were all there to do it. That's why he was listening. He moved it because the NFL wanted to put certain parameters on it, and he didn't. He he had a way that he wanted it done. And they were trying to, they were trying to basically turn it into a dog and pony show, and that's not what he wanted. He wanted it to be a legitimate workout, not a publicity stunt. I mean, and he's going to get his chance. And I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it. You know, week eight when he's picked up, but he's not starting because he doesn't have that step. Honestly, Especially, I, oh, I, I think it's with, with both him. And Cam, I think it's going to come down to somebody getting hurt. A, a quarterback is going to get hurt, and somebody's going to need a starting caliber quarterback, and they will sign one of the two. No, the problem with Cam I would is not, he's going to come with a much bigger price tag than Kaepernick. Would. I would not be surprised if... Rightfully so, though. Oh, yeah, rightfully Cam so. Cam is better than Kaepernick. I would not be surprised if one of them ended up in New England. True that. Because what are the they got Jared been, Stidham? Like, I don't think it's gonna be Kaepernick though, dude. Belichick would probably go with Cam Newton. He's pretty straight laced, dude. He supports Trump and shit. You know what I mean? Their fucking team is called the Patriots. I just don't see Kaepernick going to New England at all. Cam Newton, now I, I do see that. Well, I'm one or both of them will be in the league before the end of the year, and I would not be surprised if one of them ended up in New England. I honestly believe the only reason Cam Newton has not been signed is because of this whole. Right, because no teams and, have been able to get yeah, a hold of him and, and look at his medicals. Not only that, but like, you know, you don't know. If, is there going to be training camp? Is training camp going to be, you know what I mean? Because look at all these players who are already showing up and they're testing positive like crazy. Like the whole wait, Dallas Cowboys yeah, team? Wait, wait until like. Speaking the of, okay, speaking of quarterbacks and Dallas, are they ever going to finally get a deal done with Dak Prescott? I want it. Why not? Because I think I could find a better quarterback in the draft. Oh! 
He's done nothing Whoa. but be solid. For a second solid. round draft pick, bro, what? he was a second round. Third. He was a third. Oh, shit. Excuse me. A third round. The Broncos should have drafted him. I was pissed. Quick question, though. When <laughs> they didn't have Ezekiel Elliott, what did he do? They still won. Yeah, man. He was still no. putting up numbers. Dude, his, defense eight, 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 his defense failed him. His defense failed him. When, when, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, like in a week 11, when he finally went on his suspension, they won like one or two games the whole time he, he was suspended. Dad Prescott completed 62% of his passes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, 62, bro. How many playoff wins does he have? He's still getting in. He's young, man. But he's at, he wants I mean, to be the top. Sean eight. Elway didn't win his first fucking Super Bowl until he was like 35 fucking years old. It doesn't mean he wasn't good. He took him like his second year in the league. He took him to the Super Bowl. They just lost. No, it wasn't the second year. I believe. No. <laughs> Every quarterback wants but, to be the top paid quarterback. Kurt Cousins, Jimmy Garoppolo. So you would sign him to I mean, a $145 million contract. Who? Um, Prescott. It, absolutely. Absolutely. In a heartbeat. I would pay He's better than Kirk Cousins. I would, Kirk Cousins got eighty four million. I would pay him, bro. I would sign him to a, Kirk Cousins. I don't understand how he pulled that. The big sticking <laughs> point right now is he wants a four year deal. The Cowboys want to sign him to a five year deal. He wants to get this four year deal, play his fucking heart out, and then be, still be able to kick the can again. That's what it comes down right to. Another max contract, right? He wants to leave Dallas. And, like, I don't think he's a horrible quarterback. I mean. He's top 10 easy. I, yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Top 10 quarterback in the league easy, bro. Yeah. Easy. I, Especially with Tom Brady gone. Or, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, not gone, but fucking coming to the end of his rope. Dude, these young guys are taking over, man. Yeah, you but, know? I mean. I, shit, I'd be as close. He's almost top five for me. I don't know if I'd put him that high. I, I can't put him at the top five. I, I got him close, man. Because you got Mahomes. You got Brady. You got Breeze. You got. I mean, there's easily five quarterbacks better than him. That was only, what, three? <laughs> three? Okay. Three, well, more. Matt Ryan? Would you say Matt Ryan's better than Dak Prescott? Yes. Right now? Yeah. Right now? I would, I think, yeah. I think so, yeah. And how come Atlanta sucks worse than Dak? Because they, no, were, they no, were killed no, with no, injuries last Monte year. Freeman at running back. They, got, they didn't have they Julio Jones. They, got they Ridley, didn't have Jones. Jones Ridley, was, Austin Hooper, who just signed a massive contract because he was the best tight end. Yeah, but he, Austin he, Hooper went to, to Cleveland. Cleveland he yeah. was in Atlanta. He was the best tight end on the market. How many games was Jones so, out last year? I would put Deshaun Watson above Dak Prescott. Okay. All right. Mahomes? I said they're almost the same player. Dude. No. Close. Dude, they're no. both mobile quarterbacks who are six foot fucking two. Yeah, but one dude can... On, the, the one guy can, in Texas. but the one dude can launch the ball, you know, eighty yards downfield accurately. Prescott, you. No. He's been hurt since Clarkson. He gets no, hurt every. But year. no, I mean, Dak Prescott deserves his money. Too. Oh yeah, he absolutely deserves his money. Because I mean, who are you going to find better in the draft? Who's better coming this year out of the draft? I'd say franchise tag him this year, franchise tag him next year, let him work with somebody. And then, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, but Dallas isn't going to suck getting that to get Trevor Lawrence. No, no. That shit ain't happening. So you ride with that, dude. Give him his money. Actually, give him what he wants. Give him his four-year contract. See what he does. Who knows? Maybe the relationship gets better and he retires a fucking cowboy. Yeah. But you give him his money, dude. I'd, I just... You don't not to. 
because you're getting then you chance you give the chance of pissing him off and being, and then he gets franchised for two years, balls out, and then when it, you can't franchise him anymore, he says, "Fuck you, I don't want to sign with you." Right. You made me stay until I was 27. Now I only have three years left until I'm 30, so this is going to be my last max contract. You need to get me over that. Yeah, uh, I think they might have some leverage because I would love to see Cam Newton go to Dallas. So, yeah, um, I, I I think he deserves his money, but we'll see. I just don't think he's a $145 million quarterback. You have to have at least some playoff wins with that. But you also have to understand it's a team game. Like quarterback, to, The quarterback's the face. I mean, oh, I, I, I totally understand you, that. You know when you take that, no matter what happens, it could you could have the worst defense in the NFL. They Tony Romo, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they learned a lesson. I think Tony Romo's a good quarterback. He was a great quarterback, but he didn't win the games. Same reason why Nebraska got rid of Pelini. Great coach, not winning the games. Honestly, I think it was more because of his attitude and shit. I, I think that, the attitude that, made it a lot easier. The leak of him saying, fuck the fans, I think was the final strong. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, Nebraska, that, it's Nebraska's fault. They all think they're the greatest coach. Oh, and Dude, I, I understand what you're saying. I, uh, I would have rather have Pelini than Mike Why do they keep running the zone read? Bill Callahan and it fucking set us back another 10 fucking years. Funniest thing ever. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I thought we were talking about the NFL. I'm just having PTSD <laughs> talking about Nebraska. Goddammit. The season All isn't right. even here. I don't even know if it's going to happen. I'm already stressed out about it. Do you, do you think it'll happen? I honestly don't know. I pray to God that it does. I think we need it. I think our country needs it, honestly. We need the release, dude. And fuck baseball. Football is my next game now. Oh, yeah. And uh, without it, it would So, oh, yeah. yeah. I kind of hope it happens, but we'll see, man. I mean, they got to get it under control. They got to figure out this testing shit. And I heard somebody say, like, the best possible thing would make sure every NFL player gets COVID before August 30th. So it's out of the way. Everybody's gotten it and we can play. Yeah. But I don't know, dude. We have to listen to the experts. Right. Well, we'll, we'll see how things progress. But um, I want to thank you guys for coming in. Andy, thanks for being on the cast. Thanks for having me, man. This shit was fun. Yeah, we, we, might, we, we might have to. I have a permanent spot for you here. So, uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. I'm Scott. I'm Alan. I'm Andy. Later, guys.